Welcome to Aboriginal Art in America, a podcast where each week we spend a few minutes with a work by an Indigenous Australian artist. This week, we're back at the Kluge Roo to check out another new exhibit. This one is about the founding of an urban Aboriginal artist collective. We sat down with a few of the curators of the exhibition titled Bumali Prints and Paper, Making Space as an Artist Collective. I'm Emmy Monahan, and I'm a curator. Hi, Douglas Fordham. I'm a professor of art history, and I was one of the curators of the show. I'm Brendan O'Donnell. I'm also one of the curators of the show. Can you all introduce this exhibit for us a little bit? So this exhibition is about Bumali, which is an art collective from Sydney, and they formed in the 1980s. Um, It's still around. There are hundreds of artists part of it, but this exhibition is particularly about the founding members, and there's 10 artists, and we were able to interview six of them for the exhibition. So we have a lot of quotes on the labels and part of our exhibition catalog that come directly from those interviews. So can you tell us, what does the word Bumali mean? Um, In several Aboriginal languages, it means to strike or make a mark. Do you all know why the collective chose this word? This is actually a funny story we heard during one of our interviews uh, with Fern Martins, one of the artists included. Uh, She and Michael Riley were sitting together with a dictionary, a multilingual dictionary, looking through for words that would represent what they were trying to do. And what they wanted to do was to take especially urban art, which had not been really considered part of the Aboriginal art world. And they wanted to make a mark, not only in society, not only in the art world, but for themselves. And so that's what they were able to do with the founding of this collective. Can you tell us a little bit about what the the second part of the exhibit title means, making space as an art collective? Aboriginal art in the 1960s and 70s was generally associated with traditional forms of art, which were bark painting, which the Klugiru has a lot, dot painting from the Western desert. What wasn't included in this kind of notion of Aboriginal art was the work of Aboriginal descendants and and peoples who were living in the cities and going to art schools and making art that was both contemporary but also related to their own backgrounds and their own culture. And we had a number of the artists who interviewed with us talking about how um, the kind of art they wanted to make when they were in art school was ridiculed for not being contemporary, not being real art. And so they were looking to create stuff that was about them, their identities, their intersectional identities. We have artists in this group who were queer from multiple generations and from many different language groups. And there was no way for them to really express themselves through art based on the definitions at the time. It would either be considered contemporary art like everybody else, or you could do Aboriginal art kind of out on country. Um, But there was no real space to do Aboriginal art if you lived in a city and had grown up in a city. Bronwyn Bancroft always says that in Sydney, New South Wales, those indigenous groups were the first to be colonized and the last to be recognized. So they're really making space, showing that urban Aboriginal people exist. And just because, you know, their culture and languages were lost in some cases, they still have a place in Sydney and other urban areas. 
And there were multiple weeks where we had no idea how we were going to encapsulate these 10 artists into one exhibition because, you know, they did found this collective, but they've had really incredible diverse careers afterwards, and they also have very different styles. Um, So we were trying to figure out how to consolidate all of that into one single exhibition. And we interviewed Brenda Croft, and she just gave this amazing quote where she was talking about what Bumali was trying to do in Sydney, and she said we were making space that no one else was giving us. The idea of making space that kind of connected everything for us. And so the Bumali Artist Collective created a space where artists of Aboriginal origin could connect with each other and also forced outsiders, like you and me, to broaden our ideas of what Aboriginal art is. this episode piqued your interest, you can visit the exhibit for free with a reservation at klugi-ru.org. And come back to this feed for a few more episodes about Bumali and a few of the works on display at the Klugi Room.